Eight. I'm gonna cut Christ. it off. <laughs> Just when we give it a compliment, too. Uh -huh. All right, ready? Bella. Welcome back to the late night lockdown. Welcome back to the late it's been night a lockdown. And a bit, like we do, like we do. But we are back and we've gone through Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, and about to be New Year's. So happy holidays who all are celebrating. So if any of you are previous listeners, thank you so much for tuning back in. And we sincerely apologize. <laughs> we sincerely apologize. There's been a few things happening since the strike and everything going on. Yeah, we actually was like got to go to work. Having to figure shit out. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. So things are starting to crack back open a little bit. Isn't that nice? That's the spirit of Christmas. Christmas miracles. Um, Bella's growling at us because she wants to talk to apparently. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say, Bells? What are you feeling? What's going on from yeah. your perspective? Oh. I know. Oh, she's right? growling. Squirrels are shitty. <laughs> Comma tappies. <laughs> okay. So um, we'll be right back after this commercial to feed our dogs. <laughs> All right, we're back. She's done. She's good. She's alive and well. Well done, Bella. Right here. Oh, look at you. Bath and everything. We don't love our dog. Uh, our dog is awesome, but very little other than that in America is these days. <laughs> um, we laugh because it hurts so, so much. You have to laugh because that's all we have left now, people. Hopefully we have I'll, to laugh. Hopefully I'll be able to bring this back because we're watching The West Wing and yeah. I really... Uh, we're rewatching. I recommend watching. I'm rewatching the West I've Wing. I've never seen it. I um, remember it being on as a kid, but I wasn't into it then. I didn't like didn't have the nights to watch it when it was on. So now I'm glad that I am watching it, and thank you for introducing it back to me, basically, and me watching I, it together. It's like our thing now, and I love you're it. You're very welcome, but I believe you were the one that suggested us watching it. Well, then you're welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, but I really I love the way that they they do. They take a balanced approach to it. Um, they take a balanced approach to politics, and I realize that a lot of the political ideas that I have and hold to be true are, in large part, the the kernel of mm. uh, of those ideas is from, if if not the ideas in their entirety, let's face it, are from this show. Um, what is really really sad, though, is that this show could be contemporary. Yeah. The only thing that's different is that you had a competent person in the White House that people liked. Now, we currently have a competent person in the White House. He's just old, and for some reason, people don't like him. Because somehow, they want their president to be... Perfect? I don't know what it is. No, it's clearly not because they want Trump. No, I know that that's one discussion. Yes, that is of craziness. So the literally, it's just it's frustrating to me watching this. Whereas it's it's amazing. It's a it's a great show that's held up really well. There's some cheesy turn of the century. Sure, it's it's TV, from its era. TV you know, things that's obviously you know remember. it's broadcast television and and those things. In, but started in 1999. But for the most part. What, what's really sad is the issues are the same. They're talking about gun control. We've made no fucking movement on it in 24 years. They're talking about immigration. We've made no fucking movement on it in 24 years. They're talking about all of these things. And the only thing that's happened is it's gotten worse. Is that the, is that the when they talk about white supremacists, and we all sort of learned our lesson about how horrible it was that a bunch of white supremacists were going to hunt down Charlie Young just because he was dating the president's daughter who happened to be white because he's a black man. And a handmaid's tale. Okay. Sorry, just that's making a reference that it's Elizabeth later, Moss later in a different tale. Later in a different... Shout out, shout out to but Elizabeth Bradley Moss. Bradley Whitford and, and her. Oh, yes, Bradley Whitford. Yes, hell yeah. Anyway, Which, sorry, continue. Something, something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. But we've, we've gotten nowhere. In this country. So I'm just so so against the better angels of the West Wing. I'm just going to say this. Uh -oh. Most of you are fucking idiots. 
Seriously. You are, you are, you are so fucking stupid. Probably not if you've gotten this far into listening to this show because a lot of the, a lot of the idiots would have turned this off after hearing that I was talking about the West Wing <laughs> in anything that sounded like, uh, I, I didn't hate it and that Jeb Bartlett was a fucking gonna take my guns. Fuck you. I am so angry. I heard, I was on set the other day, and I could not believe the, the... Yes, tell the, us what you're the hearing things, on set in 2023 The right things now. you overhear in L.A. December 2023. was atrocious. It is. There, it was, it was racist tropes. It was, this, there were so many things, but it, it kind of all gets boiled down to this. Now, this, just to clarify, you heard this from background people that you have, you were working with. Yes. Not specific people on, otherwise on set. Yeah, I'm not even going to say. You want to clarify that. The name of the movie that I was Yeah, yeah, don't on. say the name. You're, you shouldn't be doing that. But, but it happens, and this does is your it, experience. Yeah, it, it wasn't one of the principals. It wasn't a director or anything like that. It was other background people that were that were sitting behind. None of that makes a difference, really. But just saying, like, to clarify. Too many stupid things to go into. Sure. The the crux of it was this man asserted that there was just as much evidence for the actual existence of Jesus as there is for the actual existence of Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, who we have actual photographs of. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, who we have documents signed by him over and over again. Historians, newspapers, all of whom wrote stories, none of which exists in the case of Jesus. <laughs> to which one can only say, Jesus! <laughs> It just, it doesn't make sense. You, you, the, my fellow Americans, you, you poor, sad fucking morons. I, I cannot believe you. You, you, you must go and educate yourself or just stop fucking talking. TikTok and Instagram and just your own lack of empathy and your own ability to think critically have crushed your fucking brains. You are a moron. Now, some of you aren't morons. You know who you are. But those of you that are sitting there and still saying, if you're gonna, if you're yelling at your, well, I was about to say radio because it <laughs> shows how old I am. If you're yelling well, at you your, might, there might be a radio station on the, you know. Anyway, if you're yelling at your device, you your gadget. <laughs> because fuck this guy, that's some bitch. You're who I'm talking about. If you're like, yeah, they are fucking idiots, then you are the audience and please continue to tune in. Thank you for tuning in. Every six to eight months when we release when we apparently release a podcast. <laughs> we do it for the right reasons. Now, least. that being said, sure. as we also learned from the West Wing. Yes. There are Democracy is hard. Democ democracy if it's is truly hard. democracy. Which it kinda is. And, you know, it's a republic. Yes. But you don't want a direct democracy trust me why well because if you live Tell in, us, if, mister. if you live in california <laughs> are are you tired of proposition blah 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 and proposition blah 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 and all of this shit doesn't it make you think why the fuck do i send people to sacramento to make laws when it turns out i'm making all the fucking laws <laughs> it's a republic you want it to be a republic, but you need to hire competent fucking people to go and actually make laws. When we're watching a show that's 24 years old and all of the issues are still just as prevalent, if not more so today than they were then, if nothing is, if the needle has not moved, then the people that we are hiring to go and do those jobs, Democrats and Republicans alike, they fucking suck. They're terrible. We need new people. But there's not going to be a magic wand. You can't just say, well, then I'm not. You, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to vote for anybody then. That's not the answer. No. You vote for the least of the evils. And right now, it's it's not as if that choice is difficult. Right? There, there's The odds are that there aren't two, that there's not a competent Republican and a competent Democrat, neither of whom you're crazy about, but, but they're both competent. 
and they both have say some things about the issues that you agree with, and you're actually having a difficult time figuring out who it is to vote for. That's not happening. I don't know what district you're in, and if it is, please send an email or an Instagram post or whatever to the Late Night Lockdown at on Instagram. What's our thing on Instagram? The Late Night Lockdown Podcast on Instagram. The Late Night Lockdown Podcast on Instagram. Send us a send us a little note and let me know what actual difficult race there is out there because it's certainly not the presidential one. This is obvious. If your issue with Biden is that he's old, you're fucking well, now stupid. Now it's also about Israel. A lot of people are having issues with the fact that he's not seizing, making sure Israel or like you know cutting off the the funds to Israel. Oh, okay. Again, do you think that's going to be better with Trump? And no, you, I know. I and know. Do you, and do you really think that cutting off the funds to Israel is the answer? Because it's not. That's stupid. If you're saying, I don't want my bombs to be, it, they're not your bombs. That's not what it is. This is, it's not that, that, that it, Israel needs to exist because Jewish people need to have a place. Now, is the, is the government of Israel incompetent and fucking stupid and, and terrible and racist right now? You bet your ass they are. Should we, but if we're not sending them money, we have no voice in that. Nothing. And that's, the and that's the politics of it. If they're wiped out, if there's no Israel between the river and the sea, then where where does that group of people go? Now you have that disenfranchised group of people. Obviously, we need to have... There is enough space in the world and in that region for both the Palestinians and the Israelis to exist together. They both need to agree that they need to, though. Don't forget, Hamas's only governing motto is to destroy Israel. That's it. It's their only goal. Not to figure out a way to establish borders of their own. Not to come to a diplomatic solution so that, so that their children can be educated and raised in a peaceful world. No. They don't care. They want to kill Israelis. And if their own people die as a result, they're cool with that. Right. They're good. You're, you're not, this is not, you can't say that you're against Israel and then just leave it at that. I'm against what Israel is doing right you're, now. You're, you're and that's not, that's not anti-Zionist. I hate Netanyahu. Netanyahu should be fucking drug out of office by his big dopey fucking ears and thrown into a jail cell because he's a fucking criminal. And now he was a criminal before this all happened and right. now he's a fucking war criminal. And that is very true. But that's not Israel. That's not the region. That's not what's going on. If Israel falls, that's the first domino in a ridiculous effect. Do you, do, was it that long ago that we were in Afghanistan? Was it that long ago that we were in, in war in Iraq? How is it that, no, that we all have this short of a memory? Do you think that if, it, that if Israel isn't there as a stopgap, that we won't have to then send our sons and daughters to fight these fucking battles? Same as in Ukraine. Is, is, is Ukraine perfect? No, they're corrupt as fuck. They're so corrupt. There's so much corruption going on there. But compare it to Putin. Sometimes you have to go with the lesser of two evils for a consistent amount of time, you have to realize that things are going to take a while, that it's not going to get better overnight, that, and that you're not going to be exactly happy with the end result anyway. You're not going to get everything you want. Everything's not going to be the way, it, the way you want it to be, and that's because it shouldn't, because there's going to be somebody else who wants stuff too. And the only way that we can live together is if they, quote unquote, get something, and we, quote unquote, get something. It's not going to be, unless you just want to wipe out everybody on the other side, and that's fucking insane too, because now you're a murderer. I'm also hypocrites, because you're saying you don't want that. Right. Like, and, there's a lot going on with Zionistic looks at right now. Right? And you so, could wake up. What are you doing? And be like, wow, actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> I mean, how many things have you changed your mind about in your life? Amen. Walk a mile in another shoes. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's your Christmas little nugget of information and wisdom for you. Old, old St. Nick over here with a candy cane in his mouth. It's just too frustrating. because No, it's infuriating. Because Are you kidding me? 
We live in, in non-stop, unprecedented times, and I'm tired of it. We're all tired of it. So burnt, tired of it. And burnt out on it, and my, rightfully so. There are actual dragons to slay. There are. There are, there are actual things that we all, all of us need to work on. That there, that there is a minority of people, individuals, not all white people, not all black people, not all people who wear a certain piece of clothing or style their hair a certain way or whatever it is that just drives you nuts. It doesn't matter. Let them be. Let them wear that. Let them be that. Let them do that. Let them sing that. Who cares? Why do you care? What matters is, is that we need to be doing the things that we all agree needs to be done. We need to figure out what we're going to do with those poor bastards who are walking a thousand miles to get away from something and hoping that it's going to be better on the other side. That mm -hmm. is, does, does that mean that all of them should get to come in? No, it doesn't. Unfortunately, they don't all get to come in. They're not all going to qualify for it. And we need to have rules for that. And that's, and that is unfortunate. We don't have unlimited space, but we've got a lot more space than what we're talking about. There's an actual, there's a labor shortage in America. There's a labor shortage in America. How do you think that's been solved for the 247 fucking years that this has been a country? Immigration. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Guess what? You're an immigrant too. Now, some of you aren't because your people have been here since before there were borders. So not you. Some of you were brought here. Your ancestors were brought here forcefully. Not the case. I'm half and half and half. For the other, yeah, and, and that's the thing. And most I mean, of us, I'm both most sides of us, fortunately and fortunately, most of us are that. Yes, most of us We're are at this point after two hundred and some years of this are a blend of people. That's beautiful. Who came here willingly? Who came here because they had to leave where they were because where they were was untenable and they just couldn't stay and they needed to go it was anywhere life else. Life and death for a lot of them. It. I like it is now for the immigrants coming, you know, the way that they're coming. We need to have some empathy. And compassion. You need, to you need to give something to get something. Just think about that. The it's all mine mentality has never worked. It's nope. not going to work. It's going to make things be much worse before it gets better. Don't exactly. be a golem. Look how that worked out for him, okay? We cannot have our little golems, golems coming out of ourselves and me thinking that's okay. But he wants it. He needs it. He's going to get it. Give him his precious, his precious little piece of land. Oh, and now that you have your farm, go farm golem, who's going to work it? Well, I'm going to hire the inmate. Oh, no, they're not. I won't let me clean <laughs> The fuck is wrong with you? Oh, Lord. You can plant your strawberries on your own because you can, because the government gave your white ass a tractor. Or at least a loan for a tractor. Because they believed That's you true. were going to be able to figure out how to get all them strawberries picked up off the ground, make a little money off it, and be able to pay them back for that tractor. Well, guess what? If you can't hire them Mexicans to come up and pick them strawberries for you, it's going to be real hard to pay off that tractor. Oh, God. Let's get some robots. That's the new thing. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> Invent the robot. Uh-huh. Build the factory. Mm. Build the robot. Troubleshoot the robot. Hire the Mexicans to fix the robots because somebody's going to need to fix the robots. <laughs> oh, what world are we living in? What world? I just imagine like 80 years from now someone listening to this and being like, what did they have to go through? <laughs> like, what was that world like and, back then? And what? And what was the big deal? That's so weird. <laughs> Mommy, did you yeah. know there was once a thing called Norwegians? <laughs> it's Norwegians, honey. Weird. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, Lord, it right. Now, I read uh, recently that it gonna take like at least at least 10 years to get trumpism like away from the main course of society if we start now which is not gonna happen so it's just like what where the fuck does that go in 
15, 20 years. If it's, you know, that's, that's just scary to think about. It's going to take, it's going to take a lot longer than that. At least 30, I would think. All of this keeps rising and falling, rising and falling. It's something, something changes people's minds. Sometimes people realize that they need to work together and we do. And we've done it in the nick of time a lot of times. But, I mean, we fought the Civil War. Oh, yes. We won the Civil War. what was the Civil War about? Let's cover what Nikki Haley did not cover, which I have a sound clip for. And that uh, we should always, you know, teach accurate history for good reasons. To acknowledge things. Period. Thank you. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ambassador. Thank you. Please, um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government and what the rights of the people are. And we, I will always stand by the fact that I think government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. Government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. They don't need to be a part of your life. They need to make sure that you have freedom. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be without government getting in the way. What do you want me to say about slavery? That it was the cause of the Civil War. Because it was. What about the economic freedom? What about the economic freedom? Next question. I wish somebody would have been like, so what are your thoughts about slavery? (laughs) That's the next question. (laughs) Follow up. Didn't say that has a lot of folks going, really? Well, CNN's Eva McCann is in New Hampshire with more Eva. Abby, an awkward moment at this rally here in Berlin when Nikki Haley was asked about the cause, the origins of the Civil War. She seemed tripped up by the question and suggested that it was about uh, the government and personal freedoms. Uh, The questioner then called her out for neglecting to raise the issue of slavery. Take a listen to the exchange. What was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. What do you want me to say about slavery? Next question. Now I should mention we did approach that man at the end of the event and he wouldn't give us his full name or where he was from. Aside from that exchange though, Haley really trying to convince New Hampshire voters that they can be the decision makers in this contest, telling them uh, that they don't read the headlines, that they make the headlines uh, coming out of this state, and that she believes that she is a strong contender against former President Donald Trump. And not only can she overtake him in this primary, but that she is the person best suited to confront President Biden in a general election. Abby? Eva McCann, thank you. 
I want to now bring in Philippe Reines, a former spokesman for Hillary Clinton and Republican strategist Rena Shaw. Uh, Philippe, I'll start with you. Your reaction to what played out there at that Nikki Haley town hall. I'm glad you weren't showing me and Rena as we were watching. I, I was <laughs> wincing. I mean, I think we've all seen that look. It's when a candidate in a primary knows that they have to answer a certain way that's probably different than what's in their heart and what they will uh, answer in a few months from now if they're lucky enough to be the nominee. But that, that look, that caught in the headlights look is terrible. I would also note, if, if memory serves, uh, South Carolina was the first state um, to secede from the union, and she was governor of South Carolina. So I don't think that she didn't know. I think she just didn't want to give an answer that would come around and bite her, which is unfortunate. Um, but I don't think it matters whether it was a gotcha question or whether she liked it or not. She didn't handle it well. Um, and little moments like that do add up. Yeah, I mean, look, she seems surprised to get the question, maybe because she's in New Hampshire, but it's not the first time that she's made comments like this, Arena. In 2019, she said the Confederate flag was about, quote, service and sacrifice and heritage. That kind of talk may work in a southern state like South Carolina, but will it work in New Hampshire? See, this is what's complicated about Nikki Haley. She takes three steps forward and she'll take five back. And this is exactly why her candidacy suffers in moments. Just like in the fourth debate, it seemed like she hadn't brought the real version of who she was. What we saw in her answer, her inability to come out with the word slavery right away on its face, answer the question boldly, showed that she does the exact playbook that I have seen non-courageous Republican candidates take. They continue to say, well, I don't have to answer the question. What do you think is the answer? This is something I always advised against because it does come back to bite you. When you've shown a version of yourself that's authentic and courageous and then you go another way, this is what's complicating, again, about Nikki Haley. We have to look at her for who she is. She's somebody that's caught up and, and serving as her own worst enemy right now. She's caught up in what she thinks she ought to be on most days to Republican electorate. And then she knows she has a moment to set this legacy forward, just like she did in the aftermath of the church shooting in South Carolina and talking about taking down that flag. She is a complicated candidate. She will continue to have missteps like this. And this is what worries me. You can't go mano a mano with Donald Trump when you complicate yourself like this over and over again. Well, look, I mean, this is a moment now where Haley has an opportunity to get a lot of national attention. She's doing well in the polls. We're a couple weeks to, to Iowa and New Hampshire. She's also trying to convince, she and a lot of other Republicans, Chris Christie to get out of the race and and back her. Just listen to this new ad that he put out in response to those calls. Some people say I should drop out of this race. Really? I'm the only one saying Donald Trump is a liar. He pits Americans against each other. His Christmas message to anyone who disagrees with him? Rotten hell. He caused a riot on Capitol Hill. He'll burn America to the ground to help himself. Every Republican leader says that in private. I'm the only one saying it in public. What kind of president do we want? A liar or someone who's got the guts to tell the truth? Oh, boy. Can I get you a drink? None of you work. Well, get ready for 2024, everybody, because it's going to be a fucking shit show, all right? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I I'm laughing because you, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> like, you have to. It is that bad and that comical of reality. You have to laugh. Eager to just get out and back her, Philippe. Yeah, well, I mean, even that aside, I mean, Chris Christie, I think in particular, is not the kind of person who is going to quit as opposed to being fired in this case by the voters when it finally gets to that point. But I think it's a little bit of a circular argument to say that uh, Haley needs Christie to drop out of the race to do well for Haley to do well implies that Christie has voters, which why would he, if he has voters, leave? If he's doing so poorly, then what's the difference if he leaves? Haley has to run her own race. You cannot base your strategy on what five other people do or don't do. Yes, she could say, I would like for 
Vivek and Asa Hutchinson and Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie to all leave, and then all of you will add up to 45%. I'll be really close to Donald Trump. But that's not the way it goes. And also, you know, it's a little bit of whack-a-mole in a multi-candidate field. It's not so clear that if Christie were to drop out, that it were down to Haley's uh, favor. You don't know that some people's second choice with Christie isn't Bronda Santos or Asa Hutchinson or whoever. So it's overly simplistic. And I think it's also a moot point after, you know, Chris Christie is at home watching this thinking, I ain't going anywhere. All right. Arena, in a recent interview, former President Trump, he was asked if he would consider Nikki Haley as his vice president if he won the nomination in 2024. And here's what he said. No, I'm not considering anybody at this time, Jen. Look, I know her very well. I actually got along with her very well. As you know, she left at a nice ceremony at the White House, you know, the Oval Office. It was very nice. She said terrific things about me. She said he's a great president. (laughs) And then she decided out of nowhere to run. So I was a little bit surprised at that, but that's a politician. Uh, Rena, do you think he's telling the truth there? And more, maybe perhaps more importantly, does do you think that this even matters, whether Nikki Haley would even consider it? I don't think Nikki Haley would consider being his VP at this point. I mean, it, it was somewhere between debate one and three that I believe his staff left a birdcage in front of her hotel room. He's called her bird brain. He's called her, I'm sure, worse things in private. Uh, but this is Trump's party through and through. We know that. The, the great many of us that have tried for years on end to save the party from what we have seen to be imminent death have soon realized that Now, maybe the party doesn't want saving from itself. Maybe it wants a character like Trump that's going to be bold and brash and not say what should be conventional wisdom, like the the answer to what what was the reason for the Civil War? Trump would never come out and say slavery was this country's original sin. But you know, guess what? We are uh, a country that can, has, and will strive to be a more perfect union like our founders wanted. That's an answer that Nikki Haley should have given. Chris Christie, I believe, would have given that answer. So you see in this mixed bag of candidates, this clown car that still exists on the right, this inability to get serious, this inability to get past this party that wants to do nothing more but talk social issues, talk about fear, and, and an illegitimate fear, I must add, of the unknown and the changing face of America, the anger about that. Those are what defines the Republican Party today. And I think when we talk about these internal spats between Trump or Vivek or Trump or Nikki or between Ron and, and Vivek, it, it none of it matters because what we're going to see in the next three months is the real definition of who the Republican Party wants to be come January 2025. I have not yet seen that. I don't have much faith that it lies within four people we last saw on the debate stage. And that makes me nervous because I know the American people want a better option than Joe Biden. Well, we will see uh, what happens. I mean, it does seem, to your point, Rena, uh, the Republican voters are the ones driving this train here. It's not going to be any one person deciding who's in and who's out and who ends up being the nominee other than the, the voters themselves. Uh, Philippe and Rena, thank you both for joining us tonight. Thank you. Well, kids, the Civil War was fought over a multitude of reasons. Including economic, huh? Primarily among them, no, only among them, <laughs> slavery. It was about slavery. The whole thing was slavery. And you can say, and yeah, there were economic considerations to be voting. Yeah, because you were fucking getting free goddamn labor. Yeah. From slaves. Owning people as property. Yeah, from people. But here's the thing. That were property. Are we really surprised? Because I'm not because of the whole war on women and uteruses right now. With the whole bodily autonomy thing that apparently isn't a big deal to some people. Why is there a war on everything? I know. There should, war on Christmas. There no, be a war I just don't want to hear your Christmas stuff right now. But l- allow me to digress I'm for a moment. Putting a war on. So, so everybody or most people, <laughs> sadly, agree that the North winning the Civil War was a good thing. That's yes. what should have happened. But Thank then God. we rolled that shit, and you started to have you started to have actual change. You had black people elected to Congress. You had you had the South black was men. actually changing. But then. Through Reconstruction and this antebellum bullshit, you rolled all of that back, and Jim Crow came in, and you and mm-hmm. you you basically put you basically took the people that you had just freed from slavery into 
another category that is just about as close to slavery as you can get. You you established for for all they intents and, and purposes a caste system, right? That never that did not allow those former slaves to be able to to be able to rise up to be able to be fully participating to be able to fully participate in the democracy, which is the only way it ever works. It's the only way it works. At this point, I would have liked Ami to chime in, but she's busy smoking pot. Thank God. <laughs> because it's legal in the lovely, lovely state, my home state of California. And rightfully so, especially through these unprecedented dark times. Thank you. You're having a candy cane. <laughs> we all have our drugs. <laughs> Sugar. All right, we do have breaking news. Presidential candidate Nikki Haley is on the radio right now as we speak doing a sort of cleanup following questions last night at a rally in new hampshire she was asked last night what was the cause of the civil war what was the civil war about i want you to listen to her answer from last night and note what it does not include which is any mention of slavery listen what was the cause of the united states civil war Well, don't come with an easy question, right? I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. And she did go on there, and there was no mention of the word slavery in her answer last night. Today, again, as we speak on the radio, was something a little different. Seeing as Jessica Dean here with us in studio now. In the flesh. What's Nikki Haley saying now? Well, so I'm just getting this in right now because, as you mentioned, she is on the radio. But she's saying, of course, the Civil War was about slavery. Uh, but then she said this. She was talking about what it means today. And she says it's about freedom and individual rights. I think we have that sound. So I'm going to let you listen to it. Well, two things on this, Jack. I mean, of course, the Civil War was about slavery. We know that. That's that's the easy part of it. What I was saying was, what does it mean to us today? What it means to us today is about freedom. That's what that was all about. It was about individual freedom. It was about economic freedom. It was about individual rights. Our goal is to make sure, no, we never go back to the stain of slavery, but what's the lesson in all of that? Okay, so doing a bit of cleanup, she also, John, said... It was definitely a Democratic plant who asked this question. The voter was a Democratic plant. She says that's just why a I later asked what should is answer you. Right. And if you listen to the longer no clip of that, she says, you know, what do you think? And what do you want me to say about this? And what do you want me to say about slavery? Uh, our reporting from our, my colleague in our embed there, Ebony Davis, who was who was uh, filing from there, said exactly. that the voter was said that they just looked at her previous comments on this when she was running for governor of South Carolina and wanted to see if if she still said the same thing, he said it was roughly the same thing. He said he was not political, uh, but that he just wanted an answer. The, the overarching fact here, though, is that this is what Nikki Haley is talking about today mm -hmm. when her campaign wants to be talking about a million other things. But Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are more than happy for her to, to be dealing with this. Well, look, I mean, you know, I've covered a lot of campaigns before. The speed with which she came forward now with this clarification mm -hmm. or cleanup or whatever you want to call it, it tells you how serious the campaign thinks it is. They can't leave this out there. They decided they had to get her on the radio talking. Right, about immediately. It. And so now we have this we have this clip. I would imagine we're gonna have a clip of her on television as soon as she starts making the rounds that she will uh, talk to the cameras. But it's worth noting, she doesn't do a ton of, of what we call gaggles, but just when you're on the road and uh, they the, the candidates will just talk to the press. So it will be interesting to see too, watch for that if she does that today. Jessica Dean, great to have you again Thank here. Thanks, I'm thrilled. Very excited. Good to be happy here. You know who's also here with us? John Berman. I, yeah, it's <laughs> nice to see you, John. It was I'm like I took, I took a week off. <laughs> I mean, it was too long. You know what I'm saying? It was too long. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, all the bosses agree. Yeah. <laughs> Joining us now to discuss all of this in John Berman's absence, CNN political commentator and former South Carolina State Representative Bakari Sellers and CNN senior political commentator and former special assistant to President George W. Bush, Scott Jennings. Hello, fellow.
Alice. I'm going to start with you, um, uh, Bakari, because you are a South Carolina boy. <laughs> what happened here? Uh, one of the things that really struck me wasn't just that she didn't mention it, but at the end, when the voter asked her, you know, this question, and then she said, "Well, what? Where do you think uh, slavery? What do you think this is all about?" And he said, "Well, I'm surprised you didn't mention the word slavery." And she said, "This. What do you want me to say about slavery, Bakari?" Yeah, no, I, I'm embarrassed as a South Carolinian. Um, I think that this is when Nikki Haley gets in trouble. And everybody who will who knows Nikki Haley knows that she's uh, immensely talented when it comes to just the skill set politics. However, she gets into this thing where she doesn't really stand for much. And she turns herself into a pretzel on very, very simple issues, uh, simple questions. And the fact remains that she's from South Carolina. We know that uh, when we seceded from the Union, the first line of that order of secession actually dealt with non-slave-holding states having hostility towards slavery. I mean, this is like, this also frustrates me because we take history out of schools. We have probably the second or third leading uh, candidate for the Republican primary, and this shows you the importance of history because she just fumbled it. Not only did she fumble it, but she was historically inaccurate. Um, she was intellectually dishonest. And so for Nikki Haley to do that on one breath and then champion taking down the Confederate flag and, 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 and all of these other things in South Carolina, it just it, it doesn't really uh, match. She needs to get her story together. And her response this morning was, was just utterly disappointing. Uh, this wasn't a war about economic freedom, the economic freedom of what? The, the goods produced by slavery. This mm -hmm. war wasn't about states' rights, a state's right to do what? enslaved people. I mean, so it's silly. I know she wishes she was talking about something else, but this is why she's not ready for the uh, the big the big light limelight against somebody like Donald Trump. Scott, I want to get your take on this because well, sometimes people will look at this and say, well, she's trying to America, kind of so not say a bad thing about America and play to the base. Is I that what you see happening here? I think it was just a game. My childhood dreams of what America was is very, very faint from reality now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's just got a tunnel vision of like, oh, I kind of see that little light of my childhood memory of what I thought this world was. <laughs> that was a beautiful thought. I wish it were true. About 25% of it is true. Yeah, true. 20, I'll take 25%, 20, 25% at least. At least there are some of us that believe it to be that needs to it needs to be that way it should be that way for all yeah that's that to me is the whole point of why we keep fighting the good fight for america because the potential of america is that and that is what a lot of people want unfortunately there's a lot of scumbags this that are here and don't that. and that's humanity for you and that sucks f i mean i think if she had it to do over again she would have said of course it was fought over slavery and moved on and continue to talk about the things that are that are motivating her campaign. A couple of things jump out to me about this. Number one, in New Hampshire, there's a semi-open primary. So she's really hoping a lot of independent voters come into the Republican primary and vote for her. My guess is this is not what they want to hear from her. Uh, and number two, just as a campaign tactical issue, this takes you off message and off cycle now for you know probably a couple of days as she tries to clean this up. And she had been enjoying several days in a row of sort of momentum process stories. Like she's the one on the move. She's got the momentum. You know, people are rallying behind Nikki Haley, poll numbers going up. And now you're dealing with this uh, uh, self-inflicted uh, wound here uh, from this gap at this town hall. So it was an easy one to answer. She flubbed it. It's also an easy one to clean up and just say, I misspoke. This was obviously slavery was the cause of the Civil War. And I want to talk about the future of this country, etc. Uh, and so we'll see how she handles it today moving forward. But you don't have that much time left to continue to, you know, to be off message, off the message you want for uh, a campaign that's drawn to a close. And I just want to point this out because back in 2015, there was also uh, an, an issue in this same line of questioning. I want to let you listen to what she said back then because it does mirror kind of how she dealt with this question, which makes me wonder if it was a flub or just trying to figure out, as Bakari said, putting yourself in a pretzel, trying not to say something that might upset the, the base voters. Listen. 
A flag is living and breathing, and so it represents something. I think it should be in any museum setting. I think it should be at Fort Sumter. I think it should be in those places of historical settings, not in places that represent all people. You know, if someone wants to travel to see it, that's one thing, but it shouldn't be in front of someone's face to where they have to feel it. So that's when she took um, the flag, the Confederate flag down after the, the horrific uh, church shooting um, that killed so many black Americans there in, in South Carolina. Um, is this something that you think that the other candidates like DeSantis potentially or Ramaswamy or Donald Trump, will someone pick this up and go with it or are they just going to stand back and let her deal? Well, well, my, my I, assumption I is they're not. just going to try oh, to let her deal with this. I don't know what Bakari thinks, but I, as, a, as a campaign matter, if I were in their shoes, Bakari, I would I would just let her try to deal with it. There's no reason to pile on today. She's <laughs> she's made a, a big mess. It's hard to make it any worse. Yeah, there are a couple of things about Nikki Haley, though. You go back to 20, 2010 when she was running for governor and she was sitting down with, uh, I can't recall the organization, but it was a patriot organization or a confederacy organization here. And she was she was having issues with this question as well, trying to appease the questioners. Um, and so you see what happened in 2015 as well. And then you get to this answer. You see she kind of meanders and doesn't really have a solid answer depending on who the audience is. But if, if I was the Santas listening to, to Scott Jennings today, I would definitely just let her continue to wallow in this kind of self-inflicted wound that she created. Uh, Ramaswamy, he can only make it worse for himself and her. I don't think he has the capacity or depth to even deal with issues of race. Um, and so I, I think that the individuals who, uh, and no telling what Donald Trump will do, you should stay out of it, which means Donald Trump probably will jump headfirst into it. <laughs> Bakari Sellers and Scott Jennings. Scott's like, I I'm done. Like, I can't. I can't go there today. It's Thursday. We're almost at Friday. I just want to live my life. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for that analysis. Appreciate it. Suffering. <laughs> to me, the new Thor. On Thursday. On time on Thursday. <laughs> Four days. <laughs> oh man. All right. So I think I'll talk about. We just did our show both. We haven't talked about that. Oh yeah. And that was a lovely, you know, always a treat to be in a beautiful stage in Santa Monica with a union and tech crew <laughs> and perform our heart out to Beale's music for awesome charity. I got uh, it. It was it was tough to get into this year for me. Though. It was a hard. It's a hard. This was a tough year, but yeah, we... Yeah, for everybody in different ways. The, that first performance... Oh, yeah. Yeah. ...was as it usually is. Things, for the most part, came together. It was a fun show. The crowd... At least the we crowd great reacted. Crowd. Yeah, the energy of the crowd was amazing. And was that does fantastic. help a lot when you're in... When you feed off that energy on stage and lights, it's like, it's just magic. And so that's really nice to feel from both parts. I was only able to do one show this year, unfortunately. Yes, because you booked a, a job and you had to be on set the next day. They're so, very true. I did. You know, let's also and, look at it that way. Because that is just, a great, great option that you There had. wasn't any work, so... Right. Oh, fingers crossed going into the new year, there's going to be work. Abundance of work and finances of, of, you know, prosperity for all. Uh, and, and lots and lots of health and joy because yeah. we need it. Peace, mostly peace for everybody. Let's, let's... I learned a lot from the show being about grace and love. <laughs> like when I'm, you know, you don't have to choose, choose your battles, like you say, you know? Yeah. Because... There's days that, Lord have mercy, I get it, I understand, I want to fucking bite off the heads of every fucking person that talks to me in a bad way, or just because you're having a bad day, you don't get to talk to anybody like this type of thing. And rightfully so, but I then think about grace and love. <laughs> I mean, that, because, that, look, that's, you know, that's what the shine season... That on them. Yeah, about the season, and that's, exactly. And that's the core. That's the core of all of exactly. these. If it were up to me, I would abolish all religions. If I could just wave a magic wand, obviously that would right. never happen. I, I don't I don't think but at the core of all of them, if you if they were right. if they could actually work well, at the core of all of them is supposed to be peace and love and understanding of others. And caring right? and compassion you, and empathy. You're su you're supposed to care about other people. That's that's what all of these things say. And instead people use their religions as weapon. As, uh, they it's a cudgel to get what they want. And that's mm -hmm. that's not what it's about. Nope. That's Re why people hate man-made religion. Like, I 
I don't have any issue with you and your faith. That's why I support freedom of religion as well as freedom from religion. And that's for me. But as long as you don't harm another person with it or put someone down or want to take away human rights from other people because of it, quote unquote, type thing, then go and do whatever that is for you happily. But you don't get to then dictate and control other people's lives with it and use it as a weapon. Period. Did you put whiskey directly into the eggnog? No. Oh. (laughs) Taste that. Doesn't it taste a little whiskey-ish? Is it the cup? Take a drink. Yeah, it does. I have no idea. Because I didn't put it in... Because it came in... It's a, it's a alcohol-free yeah. eggnog. I know. I, I, I made my Why own. Why does that taste I like whiskey? I don't know. <laughs> did you, anyway. Did you put it in when I mean, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it tastes good. Maybe I, it is a holiday. Maybe I'm... So, it's okay. Maybe I'm so stressed out that just on, <laughs> on autopilot... Your body's like, I have some like, fucking whiskey, man. Enjoy. Put some... Got it... Gotta add the whiskey or it's not quite I mean, done. it is good. It was a gift from a good friend, so that's good. But, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm on my, we're all on our tirades. We all are. We all need a vent and rant, and that's the whole point. It's okay. Get it out. It's important. Have someone listen. It's good. But, man, it's hard out there. So, watch good TV. Highly recommend watching The West Wing. It's on HBO Max, FYI. Yeah, um, watch the watch West the Wing. Watch the music. Yeah, watch the... Actually, that is your homework for the new year. Please, get into the West Wing. If you've already seen it, see it again. If you've watched it, be, or you wanted to, like me, and I never got the chance until now, look at what streaming provides us, you know? And it's nice to fall asleep to, and you're subconsciously hearing it, and <laughs> critical thinking is good. But do something for yourself. Education matters, and we need a lot more of it these days than ever before, it seems. So Educate yourselves. Get a, get a hobby that doesn't involve... St- well, no, there's apps I was now gonna to say, actually, like, that doesn't involve staring at a screen. Yeah, no, that's, yeah there there that's are apps that help that. Fuck that. Take a walk, play the guitar, that's true. shoot <laughs> shoot a basket, play catch with a kid, do something other get get out of this get out of this cycle. Break it. Be that, vintage, make, man. Go make, back in time. In make a good that way. the ho- make that your holiday gift Resolution to yourself. for the new year. I want to reset. Everybody wants to reset and I don't blame them. I I feel the same. Let's reset for the next year. Start off right, and because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a whammy with it being an election year. Is of all this is tough. Oh god, it is gonna be a fun one, folks. Hang on. We can't trust. Hold pol- on to each other. We can't trust polls anymore because all of the ones I saw said that Hillary Clinton was gonna beat yeah, Trump no, in a exactly, landslide. Exactly. And right now they're saying Trump is gonna win in a landslide, which terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot but, of people say they're leaving the country, which I thought they said before, but apparently this is for real next time. Go out and think about it. If if your reason for liking Trump and not liking Biden is is because Biden's old, or I just don't like him, I don't give a shit. There's 50 billion reasons to not like Trump, and if you and if and if your reason for liking Trump is. Well, he says the shit that I'm thinking. Right. Well, that's the problem. That's the Fuck you. You're a fucking racist and a rapist. Fuck off. Be kind. We wind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at this. Bella's on the the pillow right now. It says be kind. That's really cute. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's sweet. All right, folks. Well, we'll see you in 2024. But seriously, be kind, be well, stay healthy, and think of another. It's not that hard. All right, peace and love. See ya. Oh, thank you.